Unplanned Trek. Hi team, welcome to another episode of Unplanned Trek. I've only just a few moments ago finished this episode of Voyager and while it's fresh in my memory I like to jump on and record a podcast as soon as possible. Sometimes that isn't possible, sometimes I have to wait till I've got some quiet time, I've got my equipment ready but today I watched it and I'm ready to go. And it's interesting isn't it because in the last five weeks I've had to watch three different Voyager episodes which seems um, quite unplanned but um and it is i don't i don't pick them by choice i'd pick what the random number generator or whatever um decides that week this is an interesting episode isn't it they land they um essentially out of fuel need to refuel and some weird stuff happens on a planet that um, they probably shouldn't have landed on and um yeah that's essentially it isn't it um but look that's not the end of this podcast. You've got a lot of time left to listen to the votes, the line of the episode. But first of all, let's start Is with this. Is it worse than Chrysalis? Or is it better than Shattered Mirror? One day the answer's going to be yes, but that's not today. When that day happens, I get to record a new musical sting. But no, this episode is not better than Shattered Mirror and it is not worse than Chrysalis. It's an okay episode. It was actually humming along really nicely until the end of the episode. I actually thought the end of the episode was really quick and weak. I don't think the whole of the Voyager crew would have agreed to have themselves copied to remain on a demon planet just to make everyone happy. And we didn't even talk about in the end if we refueled the ship, are they still in, are they still stranded or can they, did the Harry Kim diplomat from the Demon Planet go, hey, you can have some fuel while you're here too. I don't think it wrapped up enough. So I'm going to give it a seven, which is 0.5 better than Chrysalis. Um, I liked 40 of the 44 minutes of the episode, but I don't think it resolved. Um, So yeah, not as good as Shattered Mirror. The Riker Medal Riker Medal, I have to, you know, make a judgement call like Not quite enough, or yep, absolutely This week, no one even gave a sideways stare at anyone There was no time for romance And not even the duplicated people on the Demon Planet were even getting together There was no romance Oh. Does Harry Kim getting trapped into a puddle count as romance? It did make a Harry Kim. Like they, we did reproduce kind of. No, I'm calling it a no. This isn't the same as when Tom and Janeway make lizard babies. Well, they did, it was a copy and paste. <laughs> it's not reproduction. So no points this week. Jean-Luc Picard medal. There was a lot that happened in this episode, wasn't there? And a lot of characters were involved. So a lot of opportunity for people to be plus and minus votes. Um, 
you know what? I've actually just looked at the votes, and I'm going to change them. Um, yeah, really tough episode. One vote, Tom Paris. Now, early on in this episode, he was actually angling for minus three episode points on the, uh, or as you like, three positive votes on the Keiko Brian medal, double negative. Because his idea of how we could get home from the Delta Quadrant was to have someone pedal. And you know what? The crew found it funny. I couldn't believe that the captain found it funny. I didn't find it funny. Um, but the reason why he got some points is he made a really good joke. He said that Harry must be looking for a promotion by bringing down Tuvok in a meeting and actually being assertive. And that's the best joke of it all, isn't it? Because Harry's never going to get off the ensign rank. So um, for, for that great joke, he actually got four points bringing him back to one positive point. Um, he also showed in this episode why he continues to tell people that he's a good pilot or the best pilot. Because he is. He is. He got the, he got the shuttlecraft down. And he pulled Harry Kim out of a puddle. So well done. Two votes went to Kim for being a bit assertive and standing up for himself. He volunteered not only to help, but he volunteered to take Tom with him. Um, he... You know, he's done a bit of self-reflection in between episodes and described himself as experienced. So, you know, Lieutenant, therefore, must be on the way. <laughs> Good one, Harry. He called out that the bicycle gag wasn't funny. Uh, uh, he got lost in the goo. And I thought that was similar to Tasha Yar's goo from the, that episode, Skin of Evil. Um, just was a different colour, really. Um, I actually thought in this episode he was actually funnier than Tom... And he got a chance of being a diplomat for a whole new race of people. So two votes. But no one comes close this episode to um, Torres, Balana. Do you want to know why? Good. That's why you're listening to this part of the episode, because I'm going to tell you. Um, well, first of all, she made Chicote take seven on the planet. But um, that's, you know, that was just a good idea. You know, that's not really anything interesting is it but the thing that she did is she made a joke about neelix's cooking and that for me had her going from the ranks of being probably in that middle ground of negative votes and positive votes and getting nothing to being a three vote general she also had her thumb copied that's pretty cool isn't it um yeah so three votes balana torres The Keiko O'Brien Medal. I was going to give Seven of Nine a negative vote. Because, look, she kept Astrometrics open when she was told to close it to save power. And she caused an explosion in the transporter room. And we know that O'Brien wouldn't have done that. Um, she saved Chakotay when he was falling. You know, that's, that's a decent thing. That's not going to lose your points. But... She gets saved by the because her captain, Captain Janeway, ended up getting minus one vote for the last two minutes of the episode. So, let me give you the, my summary of Janeway. She wanted to hurt the planet. She kept on firing on it, despite knowing there was sentient life. She, and that's purely just because she didn't want to stay there. And then she went and populated the planet, but I don't really feel it was in the confines of the Prime Directive. This planet was just feeling sentience. You don't go and then add your own DNA all over it and make it a, 
a Federation outpost. I thought it was a really odd choice of her to, to give all the DNA of the crew to the planet. So, yeah, Jane, I don't understand you there tactically. Um, and I think you're breaking the rules. And you get a reprimand. And from and because I'm not an admiral, I can't snap you down to Ensign. I can give you a Keiko O'Brien point. Two votes. Neelix. Now, Neelix usually gets three, doesn't he? Not this time. He bumped into Tuvok into the hole, which was annoying for Tuvok and probably annoying for us as well. He decided to stay in sickbay rather than lose all his stuff when he was being kicked out of his room. He began singing to annoy the doctor and that, and he succeeded in that. But it was really annoying. So you get two votes. But why doesn't he get three? Well, I had to choose between Neelix and the doctor and the doctor ends up getting the three this week. He didn't want to share a room with Neelix. I understand that. I wouldn't want to either. I'm just, I've, I've actually closed my eyes thinking about this and I'm shaking my head going, God, imagine sharing a room with Neelix. No wonder Kess left at the end of season three, eh? However, that you don't lose points just for not wanting to share a room. He tried to be annoying to Neelix, okay, to get Neelix to go, including singing. Now, the difference between the Doctor and Neelix is Neelix does this stuff just because that's who he is. The Doctor was actually trying to be annoying, and he was. Neelix is oblivious, and the Doctor should know better. Therefore, the Doctor gets an extra point for, for singing, for being annoying. I, I feel kind of bad, you know? Like, he just wanted his own space, didn't he? But, you know... Go about it a different way. Just have a talk instead. Don't be annoyed. Three votes, Doc. The best line of the episode. This one, this episode doesn't really fall into the Shakespearean realms of great prose. But the line that I did like was delivered by Tuvok. And he said... He was asked to give a damage report, and he said, I could give you a litany of damage systems. And he just delivered it with such gusto. You know, no emotion, but just the word use is basically saying, we're screwed. And when Tuvok says that, you listen up. You know, you put on your Vulcan ears and you give it a good old listen. So he gets the line of the episode. Well, guys... We are now at the end of another episode. We have been stuck in a bit of a Voyager Deep Space Nine back and forth for a while, haven't we? Um, I think the last five or six episodes have been within that canon. And if you like that canon, then I've got some good news for you because we're back on Deep Space Nine next week. We're going to watch an episode called Shadows and Symbols. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I'm, pre- I'm presu- presuming... Oh, could shadows, shadows be in a mirror universe? I hope it is. I'd like to go back there, but otherwise it might just be a, you know, maybe a Night Terrors kind of episode where I'm going to get scared and maybe need a Saru teddy bear to make me feel better. Oh, that reminds me. Do you guys have, like, Star Trek-themed clothes? I've got... Um, I'm wearing it. It's a red T-shirt. And it's got Spock, original series Spock on it, doing the move with the hands. And it says, Trek yourself before you wreck yourself. Um, let me know what your t-shirt, if you've got, you know, Star Trek gear, 
Maybe send me a pic. Send it to at um, Plan Trek. And if, you, if you're not already, give me a follow there. Um, I also provide updates on the leaderboard for my votes there. And um, just generally engage with some of the Star Trek banter that's out there. Really good community out there, guys. So if you haven't been on Twitter before and want to engage with some good Trek people, give me a follow and follow some of the people I follow and you'll have a good time. Thanks for um, putting up with my analysis of yet another episode. I swear I do like Star Trek. I just do find things in there that do that I do have to bring up for this, you know, un- unplanned Trek. But one thing I will say, all Trek is good Trek. I Even the bad Trek is good. We enjoy it all and we have a bit of fun along the way, don't we? So thanks for joining me. I'm here in Tasmania, Australia. I've, I've been... Um, enjoying getting to know you guys and I hope you're enjoying the episodes too catch you next time for Shadows and Symbols it's just not what you'd expect that's because it's unplanned track unplanned track